your hump day edition of the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what does today and October 22nd, what do these two dates have in common? Microphone, Lori. Mark, Mar- yeah. Temperature? Okay. March yes. 22nd? No, today and October 22nd. Lori's on the right track. Oh. What, are they, what do they have in common, those the, the two The same dates? temperature on both uh, those days? Yeah, Is over that 60. The last time, the last we, were time we were over 60 degrees. <laughs> oh, March yeah. was October 22nd. Yeah. I haven't been outside since this yeah. morning, yeah. but I'm looking forward to walking. It could be sunnier, you know, if we yeah. were going to be picky biatches right now. Yeah, it could but be. But that's all right. It's still... I, um, I'm going to take it because... I just have already banished my winter jacket to the back of the closet. I am just like, you know what? Yep. You be gone. Washed it. Washed my coat. And I'm like, I'm putting it away and put away my boots. And yeah, we're putting it all away. Oh, We didn't get as warm as they hoped because of the cloud Cloud coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, meteorologist Donald. (laughs) Meteorologist Donald. (laughs) Yes. By the way, uh, I went to a movie last night and sure enough, there it was, Miss Diana Ross concert film happening last night and then for some inexplicable reason, then tomorrow night at AMC Roseville. The concert, you know, like the two hour in honor of her birthday. Were people there? Uh, Could you I, tell? I couldn't tell because Us was playing and it was pretty busy, you know, Tuesday night, the $5 movie night. Oh, yeah. You have to go then because it is it is expensive to go to the movies if you're going yeah at night yeah so we two Tuesday it was like pretty busy there and my girlfriend and I saw this movie Gloria Bell and I was I love Julianne Moore I've loved her since Boogie Nights oh, she's roller fantastic girl. yes my husband calls me roller girl I call him Dirk Diggler oh yeah I know, I know, but it's just, we just like, that was like one of the first movies that we just bonded over, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Anyway, I love Julianne Moore, and I was so enchanted with all the good couch she gave us for the two weeks, because this movie's been out for a couple weeks. It has been, yeah. I'm actually surprised that for a quirky slice of life movie, it was playing at AMC. Yeah, sometimes they get the smaller films. Yeah, so I I like that, and um, I it was it was it was wonderful. You know, it it really is. I can see how, like Julia, would say it's too long for her. Just simply, well, is because, it over ninety minutes? Yeah, but well, it's, then but that. I think she might like it also in the sense that it portrays this woman in her like mid to late fifties. You're not really sure, but you know she's been divorced for 12 years and she's just living her life and she's having, she's just having fun. She's not settling, but she's still exploring and she's happy and she loves to go out to discos and she um, has kind of like maybe the relationship you have. I don't know, but I mean, I guess that you have when your kids, when they are getting to have families and they're starting they're really out of the nest now you yeah. know starting their own family so you're kind of adrift as a mother and um goes just it's just about her and then one night at the disco she locks eyes with this guy who can't stop smiling at her and when he does walk up to her he says every time i see you dancing here you're always laughing and it was in Redondo Beach, and I. It kind of reminds me of like maybe a Mancini's thing if they played dis, if they played music from the seventies and eighties. So kind of the dark, the dancing, the dark, yes, lit, kind the of leather a boots. Club. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, where is this place? Because I would go to this place with some seventies music. It was all you know, really yeah. good music. 
And that's what he's enchanted by her, by that she's always smiling and laughing because she loves to dance. And she goes to this place by herself. And she just will sit down or she'll just start talking. You know, very, she's not afraid to go out alone. And so I think that is just like a really great place to be in your life when you just. You just do what you want to do. Yeah, you do what you want to do. And she's a really laid back mom. Anyway, she meets this John Turturro. Yes. Who I never think of him as like hot, but he's got a beard Mm -hmm. in this. And, you know, people are become hotter when they're attracted to you. Yes. Of Don't course. you think that's true? Wouldn't it have been too much of a cliche if he'd been a big hunky guy? Yes, of, well, course. of course. It made yes. it yeah. seem more like a realistic portrayal yeah, yeah. of of who you would meet and who you'd be attracted to. And a lot of the, you know, sometimes she dances by herself and some anyway, long story short with this movie, I don't want to give anything away, but she lets herself think, Oh, he's so crazy about her, maybe this could work. The only thing is, he hasn't been divorced for 12 years. He's just been divorced for one year. And he seems like he's cut all ties, but he's very connected. And she starts dismissing her feelings about him because, of course, now they're having really... Like lovely sex, yeah, but, which yeah. blinds you. So yeah, I found it to be really Re- relatable. Relatable, and as much as like this is how people live because life is messy like that, and you don't usually see that, particularly with people in their fifties. That's certainly not seen. And the guy, the Chilean filmmaker, this is a remake of his movie right. that he did. So that's not often you see a filmmaker remake their own film. And in the little bit of reading about it. Apparently, Julianne Moore felt about this movie. She wanted to give her imprint the way sometimes an actor will want to play a part on stage. She fell so in love. And I guess she's much, I mean, I don't know how she doesn't get nominated. She's absolutely breathtakingly divine and in you this just movie. love watching her oh on the God. screen well, she's and she gets naked and donnie the sex scenes are really pretty good she's been naked before oh i know she's okay. been naked before she's got beautiful <laughs> breasts <laughs> she's got beautiful breasts but i don't know that she's got naked in her 50s and john Taturo wears a girdle she has to take off his girdle. You oh, know, sometimes women worry about a spank situation. Oh, so he's wearing the man spank. Does he have a hernia? No, it's no? explained okay. in the movie, but oh, it's it kind is. of okay. refreshing, you know. <laughs> to explore male vanity in that way, where it's always stereotypically she's about like, her. They're in the dark, and they're fumbling, and she, they're kissing each other like mad, and you can just feel like they're so hungry to like kiss each other and, yeah and then she's like what's this and he goes oh just rip it off you know yeah snap snap oh. the velcro thing and oh. it's yeah not the well woman. we got spanks for man yeah spanks t-shirts anyway she is amazing and i hope she doesn't get forgotten because the movie came out in march yes she is everything in this movie rita uh wilson has a little small part in it chris mulkey you know he's like Oh, yeah, Minneapolis yes, yes, yeah. He has a little part in it. Yeah. It's just a quirky slice of life. I think if you're in the place in your life where you're like John Turturro and you're recently divorced or whatever, eh, this movie might depress you. Oh, it might not be the movie for you. If yeah. you're, if you know, you're in yet that cycle in, and you're, if you're still attached to some of the things that you're trying to let go, then maybe it's not yeah. going to be the one that you want to see. But if you've totally embraced... Oh my gosh, that movie theater was full of women last night. We got there early enough. We saw the 5.30 movie leave. It was like 20 women walked out and in our 7 o'clock movie... There were, I counted them, 18 women and one guy. Yeah. 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 So, 
So go and see it. Bring your girlfriends. Yeah, it was really, I really enjoyed it. it. And I was happy to hear that, uh, you know, Julianne Moore is getting uh, feted uh, by the, she's getting the Coolidge Award in Boston or something for all of her wonderful movie work. And they're going to show Gloria Bell and she's going to talk about it because this was like a really passion project for her. It is. She's like playing the same age as the woman, except Mm -hmm. she's happily married to a man 10 years younger and her kids are like. 12 and mm-hmm. 16, you know, yeah. a little bit older. Anyway, really liked it a lot. Excellent. Yeah, really. I, Bell. I liked it. Okay, listen, we have Sarah Rogers is coming in today and we're going to Facebook live it so people can see some of the fashions that she's bringing in. And when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. There's a new me coming out. Little I'm Diana Ross uh, got her concert film happening at, at theaters tomorrow night. Uh, and last night, she had a 75th birthday party in Hollywood. Everybody was there. Of course, everybody, everybody was, was there. Chloe Kardashian and her mom, Kris Jenner, came in. I guess they were doing an homage to Miss Ross because Chloe had a blonde, huge, like 70s hair like Diana would wear oh, it. Oh, yes. And Maximalist, then, and then, everybody. And then Chris was wearing a slinky gown with a, like a sable stole. Oh. Well, Chris Jenner looked pretty darn great. Oh, yeah, she did. She looked and so amazing. Chloe, yes. and, and, and Diana Ross, she was in a, a confection of chiffon and tulle. And the best part... Of the party, I heard Bevy Smith, was, she was at the party and she was dishing mm. to Andy. Oh, yes. On the radio please. about it. And in the video, and I guess this is from Chloe's Instagram. I, she had, she was the one filming this. Tracy Ross is like, Beyonce, are you still here? Do you want to sing happy birthday? Come on down. Because they were trying to get Diana Ross. She had to go to the Palladium and perform a concert. Now, even if it's only 70 minutes, <laughs> on my 70th, <laughs> 75th birthday party, I just want the party. I don't want to have to perform. Yeah. I'm taking the notes right now, Lori. Okay. So all yeah, birthday yes. requests will be fulfilled for you. So you get to stay at the party because you left your own party. She was late already to the Palladium. So here's Beyonce. Here's it's ba- okay. you know, not that great audio. That's Diana Ross singing along. Happy birthday, Miss Ross. Miss Ross, if you please. I mean, she's just spinning in her orange ruffled gown and kind of singing along. But boy, does Beyonce, she's. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have her singing happy birthday to you? I mean, if only. And she was wearing a fantastic gown. It looked like it was black satin with fishnet sleeves on yes, the top. So good. The fashion of this party. And then the high, po- high uh, plated ponytail. Yes. Oh, okay. Can we just for a second call out Leonardo DiCaprio for what he wore to the 75th what? birthday okay, party? Let me guess. He's got a baseball cap on for sure. Oh, yes. Yes. And he's probably got some sloppy jeans. Oh, yes. And I don't know. You don't tell me he's wearing a hoodie. Oh, cool. Oh, no. Is he? <laughs> is he really? That, Lori, oh. you completely wow. described it, yeah. what Leonardo DiCaprio because was wearing is, to this he's birthday like, party. You know, he's just forever in his mind. He's 24. And I understand yeah. Leonardo. I suffer from that same thing, too. Uh, we know. Thinking I'm the age I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but it looked like he was going on a Taco Bell run. <laughs> not Diana Ross's 75th no, birthday sloppy. party. He's sloppy. And apparently she like was ha- like she knows him. She was like 
Bevy was like, she, Diana Ross gave him a big greeting. I imagine that they mm. travel in the same circles yeah, together. Yes. Anyway, so Beyonce, I loved it. And, uh, you know, she had to perform at the Grammys for 75th and she performed at the Palladium and they were seriously, mom, you got to get out of here. You're late for the concert. <laughs> yeah, the people, people waiting. They are yeah. waiting. Oh, it looks yeah. like it was And fantastic. Beyonce would not sing that to just anyone. It was well, just of course perfect. Not. She's perfect. not singing that to us. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, like, uh, happy birthday, Miss Ross. Yes. She's like very happy being single. This is all in my mind that I imagine this. <laughs> Tell She's the story. got five grandchildren and they're of all ages. And she lives in Beverly Hills and she just performs like, I don't know, 20 nights out of the year or something like that. Yeah, maybe sometimes How in Vegas. Fun. Like yeah. maybe just go and live in Los in Henderson for a little while. Or no, live Vegas. Right down, does she live in like a penthouse? Of course. At the Palazzo or wherever well, where does I saw she perform? her at the Venetian. the Venetian. I think right now she might be at the Win. Okay. Or the Encore. I mean, it's like it's whoever. Yeah, just go go there once a year and then hang out in Beverly Hills. She's yeah. living the Beyonce life. Beyonce more or less played Diana Ross in Dreamgirls. For right? sure. Yes, yeah, of course. Absolutely. You know that Miss Ross is fond of her and everyone pays, you know, pays respect to her. Because, because she's a legend. Yeah. And she paved the way for everybody who was yeah. at that party. Yeah, for sure. Okay, now, do you know much about Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young as uh, as a as a millennial? Yeah, enough. Uh-huh, enough, okay. Uh-huh. Donnie, of course, you do. Uh, big fan. Big fan. Until and, Neil Young joined. Okay. And <laughs> why? Oh, that's right, because they were Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. Yes. I that? don't care for him. All right, well... Would you consider them like? Because I don't know. My parents did not listen to Crosby, Stills, Nash. Oh, really? No. Oh, that no, first my, album. Yeah, no. Close to my heart. Yeah, yeah. But you're younger than my parents. Yes, so. thank you. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, I know, Johnny. So, anyway, but I know that like late 60s, early 70s, they were like everything. Well, of course, they were like the big hanging out in Laurel Canyon with Joni Mitchell and that whole singer-songwriter late 60s, early 70s 70s. L.A. scene. All right, well, I guess Graham Nash, because we know Crosby has written a book. Yes. Okay, and I don't know about Stills. Stephen Stills. I don't really know. Graham Nash has a book coming out. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, The Wild Definitive Saga of Rock's 
greatest super group. Well, and weren't they really crabby towards each other a lot of the time? Am I speaking out of school when I say that? Not at the beginning, I don't think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they found magic, and it happened very by happenstance that they happened to hear how well their voices Their voices harmonized? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Do you think yes. they were at Joni Mitchell's place in Laurel Canyon or something? No, oh, of course. Yeah. I want to say... Well, one of them was dating Well, no, Joni. I, I want to say maybe Graham, Graham Nash, Nash was yeah. involved well, with Joni Mitchell. We don't have yeah. any... The book isn't out yet, but he does recall in an uh, interview, I think, I don't know what if who this is with, but he recalls dating Barbara Streisand when she was in San Francisco in 1972, uh, shooting What's Up Doc. And oh, I did look really? a picture oh, okay. at Graham Nash, and he was totally mm-hmm. a great yeah. looking okay. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah. And- so he was renovating a home in Hate Ashbury. I mean, does that just sound oh, that so... That is so hippified. Ultimate hippie. Far out, man. <laughs> Far out, groovy. <laughs> groovy. And they went on several dinner dates, but he says they never, you know, they didn't have a romantic sexual relationship, but he did write the song, Another Sleep Song, at Not Barbara Streisand's L.A. Home, oh. which mm. appeared on his 1974 album, Wild Tales. So okay. the book is out next week. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is why my parents didn't listen to this. Judy Blue Eyes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this for Judy Collins? It is for Judy Collins, who is in a relationship with Stephen Stills, I think. Yeah, I guess I do want to. I hope it's a lot of sexual memories, Graham Nash. Well, gosh, I would hope so. I imagine that everybody, like, kind of slept around with each other at that point. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Grande, you know, she's coming here in concert. We're giving away our J-Lo concert tickets in the Mm -hmm. 4 o'clock hour, people. But... She is. She has photography rules. She said, if any newspapers or media sends somebody, she gets photo approval. Ooh, that is out of the superstar playbook. She's at that level in her career where she can do that because her people are her social media. She doesn't yes. care if she gets a picture in the newspaper or no. in a magazine. No, absolutely not. I was thinking about that with Seven Rings. You know, we talked about that song. Yeah, uh, how she's giving ninety percent of the rights to Rogers and Hammerstein yeah. because they basically wrote the song. Yeah doesn't matter like yeah. she doesn't care about the royalties i know to that it. song it's, so... it's all about the social media it's all about the concerts and all that other stuff yeah. it's not about so the record she doesn't sales. have to yeah huh. it doesn't have to do it and so she's just like yeah she's laying down the law good for her so i know the star tribune and the pioneer press they won't send their photographers because they won't do photo they, approval no no most newspapers won't. won't no they're journalists so they're she just feels that. like okay my people are the media yeah exactly yeah all right Love Def Leppard. I always forget how much I love them until I hear them. Until you rock it out and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. of course I like these guys. Love these guys. So why are we playing right. Def Leppard besides the fact that it's a fun little time machine trip? They are being inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at the Barclays Center. It's not in Cleveland this year on Friday night. And the show will be aired on HBO sometime in yeah, April. Yeah, later, yeah. And um, so I heard the the boys, as Howard Stern was calling them, on Howard Stern, and they were absolutely hysterical because they have stayed together. It's the original. Uh, is it They're, all the original lineup? Yes. So yes. 40 so, years. Yeah. Oh so gosh. they were very funny. They were talking about um, who's the guy uh, in Led Zeppelin uh, with the long curly hair? Robert Plant. Robert Plant. Robert Plant thank you. Yeah. They were talking about how Robert Plant 
invited the boys to fly in his private jet, you know, up to some concert or something. And they all were like, not Robert Plant, but like the guys in Def Leppard were all throwing up all over his plane because they hit so much turbulence. And Howard was just going crazy. What are you doing? You throw up and you can't throw up in the Led Zeppelin jet. Yeah, but they were just, they were really fun. And then, I mean, they show up on GMA Mm -hmm. this morning. So they are at 8.45 and then they were on with Strayan and Sarah, which I have to say, that show is kind of giving me energy. They're hitting their stride a little bit. I mean, you because you. I want to say we're, I don't know if you were hesitant about it, but it was just kind of like, eh, do we need? Yeah, this to be but happening? sometimes you miss some of the stuff, and they push all the Disney people through. And Disney owns so much now; they do get good, good <laughs> guests. Well, and they, they own, own ABC, everything. so yeah. it's a little synergy happening. Yeah, a little there. synergy happening, but they were on with with Michael and Sarah, and they played. Uh, what's the other song of theirs that I like? Photograph. Uh, Photograph. Well, I, guess I don't like know. That well, they. I think they're excited too because Le- uh, Def Leppard was the fan vote this year for yes. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So it wasn't the Hall Hysteria. of Fame itself. Oh, yeah, the, I, we could go the on. The one yeah. about feeling or whatever. Like oh God. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. anyway, they were really, they were just really. It was fun to see them, and they they played a couple songs, and I was just like, look at these guys. But here, let's just play a little bit from GMA. Congratulations, guys. Being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. First time nominated. You get the nod. How does that feel, Jeff? It was wonderful. It was the biggest fan vote of all time, apparently. So, you know, for the kids, it meant so much. Yeah. So, of course, that means means a lot more to us as well. And what, yeah, I was going to say, what about you kids? Absolutely. Those kids are loving it. What about these kids? Yeah. They they could only have dreamed of that in 1981. 1981. Mm -hmm. So, we're talking four decades. You guys are still together, still going strong. Yeah. In fact, you can see these guys starting in August in Vegas, a second residency, which isn't like you don't think of rock and roll bands doing residencies. Why does it work for you? Well, it's, it's become kind of cool to do it. You know, it was the, the Wayne Newton thing a long time ago. Yeah. You've got Prince did it, Aerosmith, The Who, Motley, Bon Jovi, us. This is our second one. It's kind of probably one. nice to stay it's in cool. one place, right? It is. It's for nice for those to come visit us. The fans come visit us. We get to sleep in the same bed for a month. It's yeah. awesome. And you guys are like the Beatles. You all stay in one place, right? Yeah, we sleep in one giant bed. Oh, <laughs> too much information, Joe. And, and, and you know, I, I you, you kind of forget that they are one of only five rock bands. Howard knew this. With two original studio albums that sold over ten million each oh, in the U.S. Impressive. So, what would be the other one? The Eagles, maybe? Probably. I mean, the Beatles. I don't know. You know, but they. Howard was just like he goes. Do you know how unbelievable? And he said it so many times. It like stuck in my head. I thought, yeah, I guess that is. And I swear, I saw Def Leppard at the Midway Stadium. I would. Not I don't doubt. That I don't you know did. why. I think I was at really? that Midway? concert. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that one might be a foggy memory. Yeah, really. Was it? Could be, yeah. Def Leppard, Poison. Yeah, anyway. Rat. But, Rat. Yeah, they, they were fun. And, oh, God. Winger was there. Yeah, yeah right. But, you know, Striper. their first album was produced by Mutt Lang, who yes. went on to produce Shania, Naya. Be Married to Her. He was really... Uh, they said he was the guy that helped them with their style. Well, yeah. Because coming out of England in the late 70s or whatever, um, or not that, was it more the 80s? Yeah, 80, no, they formed well, he said in 1981. They formed in 77, yeah. kind of doing uh, what they called British heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. It so. says here that Def Leppard 
played Midway Stadium on July 29th, 2005. Yeah, I was at that show. The Rock and Roll Double Header <laughs> Yeah, tour. who else was there? I'm going to find oh out. Oh, my <laughs> word. But I, that's, yeah, uh, Mutt Lang produced tons, like ACDC, uh, all sorts of bands making that big rock and roll sound. I remember when he started working with Shania Twain, it, I don't know if it was necessarily controversial, but I think right. people were kind of confused, like, okay, here's a guy that did all these Def Leppard yeah. records and the cars, and now you're going country. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it was obviously a it winning obviously combination, worked. and it worked. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad I wasn't dreaming that, because <laughs> like, I know I hey, saw definitely... Right. Yeah, I know oh. I saw them, and it was a very fun show, but it is fuzzy around the edges. Well, this was the... Uh, I would have gone with this Casey. This was the other part of the doubleheader. Oh. Brian Adams. Brian Adams. That's who yeah. you saw with yeah. Jeff Leppard. Well, and the mutual person they have uh, involved is Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang. Okay, yeah. there, you go. there you go. And Def Leppard, their residency, or if you're going to Las Vegas, because now we know they're staying at Planet Hollywood, they are there from August 14th to September 7th. And they play in the big theater. That's where Britney's residency was, the Zappos Theater. Well, that would be super fun. And that's where Pitbull is playing, like, in the month of May and June. They're kind of doing, I think that's very smart on Planet Hollywood's part, to do, like, 12 or 14 dates with somebody and then switch it up. Oh, yeah. Because it makes you mm -hmm. plan a trip then during that time period. Oh, of course it does. Plan a trip. And then also, you know, once you see one of the shows once, then you're kind of like, okay, well, I saw that. Like, let's see something new. And I love staying at Planet Hollywood. It's fun. It is a fun place to stay. It's a very high energy. High energy. And also they have the Earl of Sandwich there. So if you want to have breakfast (laughs) or lunch for under $10 with a drink, you can do it at the Earl of Sandwich. And the Pink's Hot Dogs is outside. Yes. And they also have the 24-hour... Like a like a diner kind of a restaurant that has like you know just like basic, but you can also get a drink. I don't know. I like the vibe there they because have, it's vibrant, it's fun. It's Donnie, young. the extra lounge <laughs> is still called the extra lounge where we broadcast yeah, one. We, we the broadcast there. there like At a Planet couple Hollywood. Years. Oh, we yeah. did like three year, three different years we yeah. did. And right from the extra lounge, extra lounge I remember it. right yeah. like as you walk into the place, it's hysterical and it's still called the extra lounge. Really? Uh-huh. Some things change and yeah. some things stay Anyway, the same. so that's a little uh, Def Leppard. I love this story. Bruce Springsteen might be, you know, a firefighter. He took the exam and we know about it. His son. Yeah, the yeah. son. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> Oh, my word. Sam Springsteen firefighter. That's right. He took the city civil service exam for the Jersey City Fire Department. Okay, I love that. I do, too. How? I mean, how could he not be? Hopefully, he has the score. That's all about the score, The you know. Mm-hmm. And I think firefighters, uh, you know, they also... They people, uh, you know, the people have to give them good recommendations and stuff. I would think Sam Springsteen has plenty of those. <laughs> I think so. Well, congratulations yeah. to him. Yeah, if he, yeah, if he makes, if he it. makes it. And then uh, Natalie Maines, boy, I really want to get into this story. Uh, you know, her actor husband Adrian Pazdar. Yes, they are having a messy divorce after being married for like I don't know, They're a long time, eighteen years, something yeah. like that. And according to court documents natalie she of the dixie chicks is asking the court to she wants a bifurcation she wants to be declared single while they figure out the money Mm. this is the what angelina and brad are trying to do and have they done that successfully No, no somebody's holding that over somebody else's head oh so what what are the reasons why somebody would want to do this well adrian signed a prenup 
But now he's having prenup regret. Well, because he probably <laughs> needs some money because the last time, honestly, that I remember seeing him in anything was that show Heroes in NBC. Do you remember that yeah. show? Yeah, I that, thought he was in something else. Look him that. up, Donnie. Doesn't but, he ever work? Uh, yeah. She says he claims he didn't understand the terms of the prenup. Isn't oh, that man. what they always oh, say? Oh, That's what they have to say. Heart. Yes, of course. That's what, what the what lawyer says. Say. Yeah, he's been in. He was in a few episodes of Supergirl. He was in that Agents of Shield that's not on anymore. No. All right, so, so you know a little. A she little makes here. more money. Oh, of course oh, she. Yeah, but yeah. she's a superstar. He is a working actor. All right. Well, I mean, I hope that they can get it figured out. Uh, you know what? I don't like when people claim they didn't know what they were signing when yeah. they clearly knew what they were signing. Right. Well, like you said, they Lori, were probably more even in their careers in two thousand when he signed it. I would even yeah. argue that she was a bigger star than him okay. at the time. Right, of course. The Dixie Chicks were huge yeah. in 2000. It wasn't, oh, doesn't that all seem quaint when they said um, about George Bush in England and then oh. everybody burned oh, their my. country records? <laughs> doesn't that seem like a quaint scandal now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, my word. Yeah. Simpler oh. times. <laughs> what holy hell is this? Headline, Roy Orbison and Buddy Holly are going on a hologram tour? No. 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 Stop this. They (laughs) have been threatening hologram tours for the past five years. And I honestly have yet to see a hologram tour come through the Twin Cities. It all started. Remember when Tupac had the hologram at Coachella? Any number of years Prince ago. Prince is having his second year of a hologram concert as part of the Prince celebration. It's 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 odd. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. It's odd. And um, is it necessary? Yeah, That's no. the question. Yeah, is it necessary? I... Would you would you pay good money to Will see? Will the people who are Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison super fans be able to understand that their like their grandkids could just show them how to do this, pull it up on YouTube Thank and watch you. something. Yeah. Roy Orbison's son is a big time behind this. Well, okay, yeah. yeah. Can't they think of another way to? I mean, Roy Orbison is iconic and great music and everything, yeah, but think of another just, way to but make money off your dad. Is it? <laughs> live band live backup singers in their holograms but is anybody no but is anybody clamoring to see any of these all even if you are a super fan i i am a for example a a Beatles super fan yeah would would you go see him on a hologram tour no 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 no. that's weird it's just a little it's a little uh macabre yeah Yeah. well yeah i know i know i know i went to one last year and i actually ended up having fun Okay, okay. Well, the Prince one at the celebration, even though I think, um, you know, there was some critique I had of the staging, but now oh. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Thank you. Just like you going to Def Leppard. It was a placement kind of a thing, yeah, sure. I think. I think, uh, I thought the hot, like the, it was concert footage. It wasn't a hologram, first of all, of Prince. It well, was then concert that's footage. Compl- but that's and they different. played then with it. So it wasn't a hologram. All right. Well, All that's right. a totally different thing. I'm glad I'm yeah. having that memory clearance right now. <laughs> okay, good. I had too much technoference today, Donnie. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Oh. Listen, when we come back, the legal case that baffled all the experts. Rather be tied up with cars and my strings. Write my own checks like I write what I sing. Stop watching. You like my 
having it. She's like so done with the bro music. I love that Reba's speaking out about that. The programming and stuff that's going on in country. Yeah. Because pop is the pop music. We're not have. It's not the situation. We don't have that conversation at all. Well, we haven't. No, no, we we don't. She said, yeah, bro, let's go down the river and catch some fish. Everybody's a good old boy. And that's the bro music. That is. She's no, she's right on about that. Yeah, this was with PBS NewsHour Tuesday night. Thank you, Reba. She said, I would like to get back to the strong country. I miss that kind of strong country music. Which is so Loretta Lynn and Merle Hager and Conway Twitty. Yeah. It's so weird though. I guess just not being a casual observer of country music, yeah. when I think of country music artists more often than not, I do think of female performers. I know, I you do know? too. I am thinking of the Reba, but on the radio, on the radio, on the but yeah, radio, and it's like don't, yeah. not as much. So Mm-mm. anyway, okay, so uh, this whole Jussie Smollett story. Oh boy. I mean, we don't know what to make of the situation. Could we? Can we agree on that? Uh, yes, completely. Yes, yeah. We Agreed. haven't known what to think the entire time, quite frankly. We've found so many things odd about it. Yes. And, and from, from the when, very beginning. From the very beginning. And there were, I remember Julia really thought there were holes in the story. Same with Casey. And then I was like, ah, I tend to believe people. Why would anyone make this up? And then yeah. the Chicago police came out so strongly with 16 indictments and releasing and going on a media blitz. I guess they thought they were going to polish up the pol- the, the Chicago P- the public image. Yeah. And they went out and they sent the superintendent to New York to talk to outlets yeah, on a case. Guy. Yeah. yeah. And then that case ends up getting dismissed by the prosecuting attorney, which the district attorney, prosecuting attorney, they work, they work in tandem with the police department. So yesterday when the mayor did a presser on the steps of the courthouse, yelling about Jesse's case being dismissed when those are his people. Yes. Basically in the... Rahm Emanuel. We all watched The Good Wife and Law and Order. (laughs) I've watched enough TV to know what's maybe possibly kind of going on. But, I mean, you know, that seemed crazy, too. That seemed very out of step. Why would Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago... Be going on national TV and doing a presser and expressing on a, on a case on a, like this. On a case like this, I mean, the biggest harm that's happened is that it is for real. I don't have the statistics, but what the FBI defines as hate crimes have gone up exponentially every year and in dramatic, dramatically, like since 2016. Mm-hmm. I mean, like really, like. Racial ones, you know, the, the huge triple digit increases. Yeah. LGBT, you know, all these hate. So that his story suppresses that. Like people already don't come forward with all this BS that they're in crimes that might be committed against them that are racial and hateful. You know what I mean? Well, you're saying that this case, the Jesse Smollett case, the way that it's, it's panned like out, could plant, wolf. Yeah, could yes, plant, exactly. seed, yeah. plant seeds of doubt. doubt. Yeah, 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 that's the in biggest the future, thing yeah. about it. But the Chicago police, I mean, that we all thought that was so weird when he was on coming to New York to do interviews. The mayor of uh, of Chicago was on with George Stephanopoulos this morning. Yeah, I was going to say he was on Good Morning America oh, this morning, Robin Emanuel. Okay, notice Robin Roberts nowhere near this story because she interviewed Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Yes. And she found that she had questions mm-hmm. she about did. some of the holes in his story. Yes. And then he did maybe, you know, 
maybe he cried, you know, I mean, he's an mm-hmm. actor and, yeah. you know, I mean, I still think that, I don't know, I wouldn't be at all surprised if like those two brothers, they just said none of that happened. Duh. They reneged their, they said that didn't happen. I'm just saying witnesses change testimony, oh, yeah. cases get mm-hmm. dropped. Yeah. And they have an investigation into other things. I just keep thinking of the good wife and the district <laughs> attorney's office. Yes. And the shenanigans. Yes. But here, basically, I listened to Sonny Hostin on The View, Dan Abrams on GMA, and here's Ari Melber. Ari Melber. All of the legal analysts said, basically, they have more questions than anything, but let's roll it. We well, go from 16 felonies to zero. Uh, there's so much about this case that just doesn't smell right. What happened yesterday? I think the plot twist in season two here is none of this makes any sense. And I think there's going to be a lot more scrutiny, as we saw from a very unusual press conference there by the police and mayor, the leaders of, the, of basically the rest of the law enforcement system of Chicago. This looks like something went sideways. We don't know why. Did the underlying evidence go sideways? Mm-hmm. Or is this special treatment for a celebrity? Yeah, a special treatment for well, a celebrity. celebrity well, yeah. let's keep playing what he says. Because okay. it's kind of a long run on thought. Yeah, here we go. Prosecutors dismiss all charges, but then say their case was solid and they don't believe he's innocent. It makes no sense. Somebody is covering for something. As you say, Savannah, in a traditional deal where you say something's nonviolent and someone will take responsibility and you have total agreement, that can happen. This isn't that because Justice Smollett's lawyers now and he, as we just reported, are claiming total vindication, which is at odds with the arrangement that was apparently just reached. Now, the prosecutor will say, and it is true, you can sometimes do like a pretrial diversion program and not be charged. And they, he's saying, well, that happens every day of the week. There's nothing funny about this situation. Yeah, what doesn't happen every day of the week is a national campaign, according to the evidence and the other witnesses, to fake a hate crime to inflate one's own career. This was a serious case given the resources, given the nature of the deceit, uh, and given how long it went. So I don't think this is a natural disposition, which doesn't tell you whether or not after a a fuller cause, a fuller trial, uh, there would necessarily be jail time. This looks really, really suspicious, and ultimately there may be an investigation of the investigation. And he yeah. said he gave his own press conference. He took selfies on the courthouse stuff. He had yeah. supporters. Yeah. And he said, I didn't do any of this. And I just wanted all to be put away and put put behind me. The two brothers have refused to make a statement. Now, did they get... Did they get paid something and signed an NDA? I mean, I we again, we don't know more don't questions, know. but we do know that Jesse Smollett performed 16 hours of community service over the course of two days. That must have been rough. And, well, and apparently that was enough he, to be for and, the and one of the things, One of the things that I read is that he has had a consistent, he does community outreach. He is somebody who's volunteers already in the community of Chicago. Okay. Because. What does that have to do with him faking well, a. Well, no, what it what it does is it shows he's not a threat. He's a good citizen. Okay. He's had... Fair enough. Okay, you know, he's... There m- might be room for negotiation here. Yeah, saying, you like, know, okay. he's been a good person outside of all this. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Chicago Police Department laid out everything that they were... They were so, like, here, here defense, here's every... They were so stupid. And there's a district attorney in the prosecuting the office, mm-hmm. or a prosecutor in the district attorney, because there's just one. Yeah. That is supposedly being investigated because she got too close 
to Jesse's family and boundaries, legal boundaries, ethical boundaries were breached. That is what does messy. That mean? What does that mean? The well, investigation of the investigation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my like gosh. Said. It's I like mean, a big stinky onion layer after layer. Yes. Does, how does he, how does his career... Because apparently, even on Entertainment Tonight, they said the set is divided on Empire. Yeah, and that's what TMZ is reporting, too. Are they, saying that too. they haven't made any decisions on whether or not Empire has been renewed. The ratings are really low, so I don't know if it's just a natural end for that particular show. Yeah. We don't know. Well, they did say yesterday, tune in, you know, tonight because nobody's watching. Yeah, Empire right. Is back yeah. the finale. It is, by the way. <laughs> anyway, Jesse says he's been truthful and consistent on every level since day one, but. 